We talk and write and create messages all day long. But do our messages actually create the impact we're looking for? That was the topic of the conversation I had with Patrick Donadio as he discussed a six-step process for communicating with impact. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to be communicating. My guest is Patrick Donadio, and Patrick has spoken to and trained thousands of leaders and teams in all sorts of industries and in companies in all sizes, really focusing on how to create messages that communicate and communicate with impact. Patrick, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, you're welcome, Lorraine. It's great to be here. Patrick, I was looking at your book, Communicating with Impact, and I was so intrigued by the six elements that you outlined because I think they are powerful in interpersonal communication, but I think these can be really effective tools in marketing communication, web, brochures. And I wonder if you'd explain to my listeners a little bit about the six elements that you need to communicate with impact. Well, you know, Lorraine, the biggest thing about communicating is a lot of people think it's a soft skill. And so we just think, oh, I'll just start typing or writing or talking. And I like to help people think more strategic. So I've kind of created the process. And here are the six keys that I think every great communication message should uh, include. And I made it very easy so people can just memorize the word impact. That's an acronym and they know the six keys. So what are those six keys? Okay, the first one is I, and that stands for intention. So why am I having this conversation or why am I creating this content? That's the first step. The M is the message and the method. So you want to create some content. So you want to know what's my intention and what can I write or say to help achieve the intention? And then what's the right method? Because it doesn't always work to just you know have a brochure or a website or a phone call or a face-to-face. So you want to pick the right method and the message. Then once you've got those two pieces, you want to think about the P step, and that's the person. So how do you personalize the message based on who the receiver is going to be? So that's the IMP, the first half of the process. It's all about planning the content. The second half is about how do you now plan the reception or delivery? So the A is for activate. So how do you bring this message to life? How do you engage people in this interaction or communication and How do you stay engaged? If it's an interpersonal conversation, how do you be a good listener? The C is clarify. How do you make sure the message you sent is the exact same message they received? And then the T, the final step in the process, is how do you transform this communication into the intention you set? So if you're home right now kind of listening, you can kind of imagine a circle. We start at the top with intention. We come all the way around and we get to the end and it's transformed back to the intention. So that's the sixth keys in the process. Pretty easy to remember, sometimes not as easy to implement. Absolutely. Let's start with the first one. Let's start with intention. As I'm thinking about creating marketing material, what kind of things should I be focusing on to make sure I get really clear in my intention? Well, the first thing about the intention is it's the easiest step to miss. So many people want to just dive in and start creating content for marketing. So you want to make sure you ask yourself this question, you know, why am I creating this content? What's the whole point or purpose of me, you know, creating this message? 
And that's the simple first step. And I find so many people don't spend 30 seconds and ask that why question. Do you think for a lot of these marketing communications, that intention is sort of tied together with thinking about a way to measure the results and the effectiveness of your communication on the back end? Sure. It could be if that's your intention. If your intention, for example, is to create a landing page on your website to get people to stay there for 40 seconds or 20 seconds, then now, okay, perfect. Let me start creating content. That's my intention. So the intention could be specific in terms of numbers. It could be something as simple as uh, I'm going to have lunch with this person. And my whole intention is just to get to know them and build a relationship. That's it. Uh, if they want to buy from me, great, but that's my, not my intention. My intention is just to get to know them. And because if you kiss on the first date, you know, you may not end up getting the business. I see people making mistakes on both sides. They go into a sales conversation. They're hoping that it will become an actual sales transaction, but they haven't really figured out how to translate that intention into words and phrases and ideas that actually convey to the other person that that's the intention. And I'm guessing that's where the message comes in. Exactly. So if it's a first meeting, you'd have a different message than if it's your third meeting and now they're ready to buy. So again, first step is the intention. What's the why? And in the book, I actually have a strategic formula you can use to create a kind of what I call the laser focused intention. But once you have the intention, then you think, okay, now what do I want to say or write that's going to help me move people closer to that? So I call it intent before content. I love that. Intent before content. Absolutely. So the P is one that we spend a lot of time talking about here on the podcast on more than a few words. So we're not going to spend as much time there because I think that's really just about clarifying your target audience and who the message is for. So I really would love to jump to activate. Yes. And this is so critical today because, you know, people are so impatient and it doesn't matter if you're writing content for the website, or if you're you know, having a conversation, people want to get right to the point. So you have to really keep people engaged and activate them. I have a little rule of thumb, and I think you should keep people engaged every three to five minutes. You want them physically, mentally, and emotionally connected with you. So how do you do that? How do you make sure that every few minutes they're active, they're they're actually engaged. What kind of things should we be thinking about doing? Well, use a lot of different types of content. For example, on your website, do you have, you know, testimonials? Do you have stories? Do you share data or content? Do you have questions to pull people in? Do you have pictures? Are you using humor? You get the idea? It's really that diversity that appeals to different communication styles and continually kind of presents something new in front of someone who has dropped by. Yeah. And I would encourage everybody who's listening today, if you are, for example, have a website, I'd ask you to go there sometime in the next day and just start to ask yourself, hey, if I was a reader, would I be engaged? Mm -hmm. Is there information here that is pulling me? I use, use the phrase push versus pull. And you want to pull people in. And that's what I mean by activate them. Okay. So we've got intention, message, person, activate. We're ready to clarify. What do you mean by clarify? Well, clarifying is to make sure the message you sent is the same message that they received. And so that's why there's a lot of misunderstanding and miscommunications. When I do the training, I do a lot of workshops. And one of the exercises I do in a workshop is I will ask people to find a partner and I have them describe a picture to their partner. And the one person is the writer and one person is the drawer. And it's amazing to me how many times the person that thinks they've communicated this picture really well 
takes a look at the person's picture and they say, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's not what I wanted you to draw. I totally get that. You know, at running a, an agency, we have that so often between the customers and the production team or the production manager and the person that's actually doing the work and taking the time to just confirm that you're both talking about a picture of ducks is hugely important. Right. And there's a lot of tools that you can use to help that. For example, one tool might be to ask the person to share back with you what they think the next step's going to be. So instead of just assuming we had the conversation, okay, thanks, bye. And then they take off and all of a sudden you think they got it. They think they got it. And then you get back together in a couple of days and realize, oh my gosh, that's not what we wanted. So leave time for questions, ask the other person to summarize instead of you doing a summary, which a lot of people will say, hey, before I wrap up, let me just kind of summarize. I suggest do the opposite. Hey, before we wrap up, would you do me a favor and let me know what you think the next steps are so I can make sure that I've done a good job communicating? Awesome. That is actually one of my sales trainer, Matt Nettleton. He always encourages us when we're doing sales calls to ask the customer what the next step is. What do they think should happen next? Because that really tells you, did they understand you? But are you guys in the same place in the process? Exactly. And and when you do that, you're actually doing the activation step and you're doing the clarify step. So you're killing two birds <laughs> with one stone. <laughs> Terrific. Okay. Last one, very briefly, transform. This is the end of that impact process. But what should I look for as an outcome in this step? Well, again, the transformation step is to make sure that you achieve the intention you set. So you got to go back to the intention. If my intention was that you and I are going to meet today and just start to kind of connect and build a little relationship at the end of the conversation, I'm going to transform that to say, hey, it's been great being with you today. I want to thank you for spending some time with me. I really enjoyed to get to know you. And so you're kind of reiterating the intention in the transformation step, but you're also making sure that I've gotten there. And sometimes I've found that people think of everything as an event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a phone call or I have a conversation. It's an event. Some things are a process. And with the transformation step, you're reminding yourself, hey, if this is an event or in a process, if it's a process, you're going to transform into the next level, which might be another conversation or something else you're going to be doing. So the transformation step is really kind of coming for a circle. And there's two types of transformations. There's an uh, external transformation that most people think about, which is, you know, we set deadlines and we do summaries and we have follow-up emails, but there's an internal transformation, which is even harder. And maybe we can come back and spend a lot more time on that. But the internal transformation is how do I make sure that the belief systems that that person has is ready for me to take them to the next level? Fantastic. Patrick, this is so awesome. The time always flies so quickly when I do these. And I really appreciate how much information you were able to drop into a very brief conversation. Clearly, you came into this with a very specific intention. I want to give your listeners as much value as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much. This is great. And I am going to encourage everyone who's listening. If you were intrigued by Patrick's ideas on communicating with impact, you definitely want to head over to his website and it is Patrick Donadio and that's Patrick, D-O-N-A-D-I-O.com and check out the impact book. I think that there's a lot more to this process than we could possibly cover in a 10 minute conversation and I hope you'll take advantage of it. 
Well, you know, Lorraine, I was going to just say that if people are interested, since they listen to the podcast, if they, they can go on Amazon or they can come to my website, if they come to my website and they put in the code PROMO5, they can save $5 on the book if you feel that would be a nice value to your listeners. Absolutely. We'll make sure that information's on the page as well. Thank you. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to learn more about marketing and other business strategies, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. Listen to another episode here at More Than A Few Words. Leave a review, share with a friend, and come back next week. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.